There's been detailed testimony on day one of the Oscar Pistorius murder trial. They started late this morning after a translator was first tasked with the job, broke down, said she wasn't up to the task, and state witness Michelle Berger on the stand all day giving testimony and then was cross-examined. And then she switched out of her preferred language Afrikaans and into English because she was concerned by the quality of the translator that was then provided for her and wasn't doing an adequate job of the translation. It was something of a shambles, frankly. Bernard Hotz is a litigation specialist at Worksman's Attorneys. He joins us in studio this evening. Is the principle of open justice being served by the fact that this trial is being broadcast not only on radio, not only in uh, social media, but on television as well, Bernard? Good evening, Bruce. Well, in answer to that question, I think one has to have regard to what uh, Judge Malumbo said in his judgment about uh, the importance for all South Africans to see that justice is being done, seen to be done, and not just living under this perception that um, that it's only for the rich and famous. Which brings us into the next question. Which is precisely the point, isn't it? Because if this wasn't the rich and famous on trial, it wouldn't be being broadcast. So true. Okay, now, sure, one word answers when I'm trying to clear my throat, but it's not helpful. Um, but, but here we've got Oscar Pistorius on trial for his life, but not for his life. The man is not, doesn't risk being executed for the shooting of Rivas. And company is on trial um, for spending at least the next 25 years in jail if he is found guilty of murder. Yes, Bruce. Um, whilst we don't have the death penalty any longer, obviously the charges that um, he's facing are very serious charges. And anybody in his position would want to avail himself of the best defense available um, to, to, to present uh, what he wants the court to believe is the truth. Best defense available or best defense affordable? Well, if we look at the role players in the courtroom you have um, a very senior and and competent uh, criminal counsel in Barry Rue representing Oscar. He's got a junior counsel, uh, with, as in Kenny Aldridge. He's got an attorney. He's got um, a group, a panel of experts, um, international experts. So this all comes at a cost. But how does one weigh that up when the prospect that he faces is a very dire one if he's convicted? Let's assume that Oscar Pistorius was not a global superstar who earned a lot of money by the time he was 27 from running races and through sponsorships and doing very well. He had assets he could sell in order to fund a defense. If this was Joe Public, who was accused of a crime outside of the media spotlight, what sort of representation might they be able to hope for? Bruce, um, it's difficult to say, but what I can confidently say is I doubt whether the present team that one sees in court would be available for such a case. Okay, and if I was dependent on the state... And under what circumstances would the state represent me? Could Oscar Pistorius have opted, for example, uh, for the state to provide, a, to provide a lawyer for him if he was that confident in his case and he could keep his assets and, and wouldn't have to spend the money on lawyers? Well, Bruce, there's a, there's a, a, a test that has to be applied yeah. when applying for legal aid. And um, obviously, if one meets the requirement, the the system says you're entitled to avail yourself of a defense and if you meet the requirement the state provides that defense whether or not you're going to get the likes of a Barry Rue as your defense counsel I doubt um, however 
not to say that somebody who is not a silk and not as as um, seasoned as Barry Rue cannot do as good a job. It all depends on the evidence. It most certainly does. Um, but Oscar Pistorius has, has opted for um, the higher grade version of the law, which involves getting a top paid uh, advocate on your side, plus attorneys, plus uh, expert witnesses. What does it cost to mount this kind of defence? Firstly, if one looks at the legal uh, situation in South Africa, we have we have a bar and we have what people call a sidebar. Oscar Pistorius has to retain the services of an attorney. The attorney is the one who briefs the counsel. The contractual relationship is not between Oscar Pistorius and his counsel. The contractual relationship is between Oscar Pistorius and his attorney. So we have a situation where the attorney would want and recommend that you hire the top counsel around. And if one looks at what the newspaper, what one has been reading in the newspaper recently, that Barry Rue is charging in the region of 45,000 rand a day, um, whether or not that's correct, it doesn't sound too far wrong when one looks at the caliber of senior counsel that uh, you know who's been utilized here. We then look at a junior counsel who generally earns about two-thirds of what the senior counsel earns. And you look at an, a senior attorney such as Brian Weber who may be charging in the region of between twenty to 30,000 rand a day. You could quite easily at costs of about 100,000 rand a day just for two advocates and an attorney. The longer this trial goes on, the more expensive it is. Absolutely. And that also doesn't include the costs of the expert witnesses because obviously an expert is going to negotiate their fee dependent upon their expertise. Now, and this is an interesting point also, the paying of expert witnesses to come in and give give evidence on your behalf. Um, Their credibility depends on their ability to withstand cross-examination, I suspect. Absolutely. But uh, one must bear in mind that an expert witness is discharging a duty to the court. So the ex the expert is whilst you uh, Oscar Pistorius um, his team is leading the expert witness. The expert owes a duty to the court, and the their level of expertise will obviously be subjected to cross examination. Um, but the expert ultimately owes the duty to the court. The expert owes the duty to the court, but the fee is paid. By the defence. Correct. Okay. And what might an expert witness cost? It all depends on the level of expertise. Um, you may have somebody charging in the same region as Barry Rue or less. It, it all depends on who one's calling. Feasibly, the, the base cost then per day is about 100,000 rand for a legal team of this calibre. Plus then for an expert witness, on average, maybe five expert witnesses that could add another total of 100,000 rand to the bill. You're looking at a cost over a three-week period of close to 2 million rand? I would say quite easily. And that is just for the trial period? Yes, that doesn't include the preparation that has preceded. That's an extraordinary amount of money. Then there's, of course, the other side of the case, which is the prosecution of the matter as well. The state incurs costs in this process too. Absolutely. And the, and the more the more sort of punchy the defence is going to be, the more money the state is required to prove its case on the other side, isn't it? Yes. You're also dealing with a very seasoned campaigner in, in Gerinel and, and a formidable team and a case that I'm sure is going to be formidable to meet. But they're being paid a state salary, not necessarily a private sector salary, or do they get paid uh, more adventurously than one might assume? Uh, unfortunately, not for them. Okay, it's not for them. So this is this this is their requirement. But this case is costing the state to prove its point. It's costing the defence team to prove their point as well. Um, and at the end of it, justice 
must be seen to be served. Absolutely. Regardless of the cost. Absolutely. Now, for ordinary for ordinary South Africans watching this, do they get a disproportionate view of what the, what the law is really like? If I've sat through plenty of magistrates' courts and it ain't as sexy as this one. I think that people aren't going to find it as sexy as it is. Um, it's quite an arduous process to sit through. Um, they're not going to understand a number of issues. In fact, they're not going to get to see a number of issues due to the, uh, Judge Malumbo's judgment. But it isn't as sexy as it, as it would appear to be. There's no jury. This isn't mm. O.J. Simpson. But um, it is, it, one has to deal with the issues methodically and go through the evidence and, and the onus and all of those lovely things. What is at stake here? From a big picture point of view, this is South Africa's legal system on trial in as much as Oscar Pistorius is on trial. Absolutely. But I, I think we're dealing, with, we're dealing with a high court. We're dealing with a formidable um, judge, two assessors, formidable prosecution team and a formidable defense team. And I think uh, one, one ought to see justice being done. Uh, Mike, making a slightly light-hearted but relevant point, talking about the impact on the broader economy, uh, saying what is this trial costing employers in broadband as their employees are streaming all day? Uh, that's a reality. Productivity today, and I'm sure things will wear down, people will get back to work properly in a day or two once the humdrum of the court sets in. Because actually, although it is fascinating initially, the pernickety nature of the law and cross-examining every nuance and every fact you guys find it exciting. For the rest of us, Bernard, it's quite dry. Absolutely. <laughs> he says in one word answers. Bernard Hotz, he is a litigation specialist at Worksman's Attorneys, summarising for us probably what it costs to defend Oscar.